Welcome to episode 195 of Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we ask the question, what's the hype? Just starting it out with it. Uh, 195, getting close to 200. It's only taken us 11 years to get there. <laughs> How many days is it in a year? How many days is it in a year? I, I think it depends on how, what, Mer- what Mercury is doing. <laughs> it's in retrograde, so we, it's a leap year then? Is that what it is? Something like that. Okay. Time is, a, time, is a, time is a human con- No, I was going to let it be a little esoterical for a little bit, but I'm J Ho. I'm J Ho, and with me is Groove. No, esoterical. <laughs> with me is esoterical. That's a pretty sweet tie dye shirt you got going on there. Look at that, man. <clears throat> purple. Purple. Bright purple. Not as sweet as that Dancing Bears hoodie you got on. Is it cold enough to be wearing a hoodie in the house up there right now? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I got the I got the AC going. <laughs> you turn the AC up, you wear a hoodie anytime you want to. <laughs> Dreams do come true. It's hot down here. It's still hot. No, it, oh, it ain't sweet. hot up here. <clears throat> it's uh it's probably fifty five degrees right Ooh. now. Ooh. Check it. That's nice. Yeah. That's 60. 60. That's all right. It's nice. Enjoy that while you have 60. 60. It's raining today, baby. Fixins. It's raining today? Fixins. Fixins. Some fixins. <laughs> What's up? What up? Just uh, getting a little recording in before I uh, fly to England for a month. I didn't, why didn't I realize it was going to be a whole month? Uh, I don't know. I think I said it on the last episode, but I don't know. If it, yeah, I you probably know. did, but I, I for some reason, I just thought it was going to be a week. No, when I went to Wales, it was a week, but this is, uh, you know, the contest that I'm working on itself is 10 days of that, so, and I'm going over a week ahead of time, so that's, that's a good chunk of the time already, you know. Sure. But, uh, you excited? Yeah, super nervous, though. I just have this, like, it back the thing is like when i first started traveling internationally when you traveled somewhere not so much like somewhere like england but when i travel somewhere it was like all right i'm i'm gone from my family friends everything i've no i can't call them they don't have phones in england uh they don't have <laughs> nothing like that uh anything not i anymore. need anything i need i can't get when i'm there uh you know and now things have changed so much like my phone works over there. I got plenty of Wi-Fi. I got you know all I got to do is make sure I got the shit I need immediately with me, which is my computer and my clothes. You know, and uh, I can do anything from anywhere. So it's like in my mind, I'm going, "Oh God, I'm leaving, and I haven't gotten this thing done this week or whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, I can just do it over there. They have email over there." So yeah, honestly, you know. I was thinking about not recording today and just saying, "Let's record while you're over there." Well, maybe we will. I, I could. I won't have as good a microphone set up, but it, it's we've done worse. <laughs> we've recorded wow. when somebody was in the car before. So My microphone will be the same. <laughs> it will. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. So. That's fine. 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited, but you know, I'm nervous, but I, it'll all be fine. I don't like the airport. I don't care about flying. I don't fucking like the airport. I don't like TSA yelling at me. Most of the time, nine times out of ten, they're going to yell at you. You know? And I'm like, why are you yelling at me? Like, I I took my shoes off like you asked me to, and I am standing in line. And I don't know how you organize the bins, because this is not what I do for a job. So, you got to help me out a little bit. You know? He's taking off his shoes, holding them up when you get I that do when I get the magic. award. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Y'all heard of me, right? It's my thing. <laughs> like, get get in the line. Oh. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is real intriguing for our listeners, but I, not every airport's the same anymore. No, no. I, up to Boston, you ain't got to take the computer out of the bag. That's That's where it's at. I hate, as someone who has traveled with a lot of equipment over the years like i'm not bringing a bunch of camera equipment this time usually that's what i have to do when i travel on these trips is bring video cameras and stuff it is awful having to take all that shit out of the bag you know and right now my my computer fits in my bag real tight so it's hard to get it out and then i feel like i'm gonna break my computer getting it out and it's like the 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 ones that you don't have to take the computer out of the bag are are pretty awesome that's how it is a lot of the european airports too is like you don't have to do any of that but uh no you know I don't know what the safety, you know, how equivalent, like how safe that is or whatever, but like. It ain't, it ain't any more safe. I don't think so either. It's all like. It ain't fucking safe. It ain't unsafe. It's yeah, just it's just, it, it just is what it is. And I don't know. It's just, man, Ooh. I, I hate taking everything out of the bag. It's that, it's the anxiety of like, all right, take everything out of the bag. Do it now. All right, hurry, 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 hurry take your shoes off. All right, take, make sure, take your bottle. All right, step in here, step in here, stand there, stand there. Nope, not yet, not yet. Back up, stand. Okay, now come in, you're standing. All right, now get out. Now get your stuff. Hurry, everything's coming off the bed. Everything, come on, come on. Now, sack the bins. Don't leave before you stack these bins. Oh, and I've got like my shoes on my hands, my belt's around my neck, you know. My cell phone's gone. My passport is like in somebody else's shit. And like, that's what gets me, you know, I'm getting anxious thinking about it. It's like, can we just kind of take our time to get, put my shoes on? You made me take my shoes off. Can you give me two fucking seconds to get my shoes on? Or you yell at me, you know? Sure. Is it that? And then it's like, well, you know how much I paid to, for this flight? Holy shit. Yeah. For you just to yell at me? Well, some people pay even more to get treated even worse. I, well, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we don't kink shame on the show, so. No, no. But I, I hate my airport. My, yeah, my kink is, is is degradation. So I just, I fly 10 times a year. Yeah. Yeah, you fly a lot more than me. I used to fly a lot more than I do now, but. Man, I hate that part. I don't mind being on the 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 airline. The fl- plane itself doesn't bother me. It's the it's going through the airport, you know. But favorite airport. Favorite airport? Shit. Yeah. Um. Which one's the one that's really good that I've flown through a bunch of times? I think the Salt Lake City Airport is nice. Yeah, it's big. Um, yeah. 
Uh, obviously, do not like no. I'm thinking like Denver. And stuff. Denver, yeah, Denver's got a hot airport. Denver's big. Yeah. Denver's big. Yeah, it's a good. Airport. I think Charlotte's great. <clears throat> Charlotte, I don't go through Charlotte anymore. Charlotte compared to Atlanta is like yes, great. Like yeah. you know, comparing comparatively, I mean Charlotte's a lot smaller than Atlanta's airport, but it's you know southeastern, uh, big airports. Um, it is it it kicks yeah. the shit out of Atlanta. Um. Big fan of the airports that were designed properly to where you can get around easily without having to like walk outside and hail a fucking shuttle bus and shit, you know? Yeah. But or walk outside and hail a fucking airplane. <laughs> Fly to the other terminal. Hey man. Yay. Is this is this our flight to Raleigh? Yeah. I be I, yeah. th- those airports when I go out on the tarmac area, you know, you get go out to like a pre- basically where the tarmac is to get on the fucking bus. I'm like, I don't think we should be out here. I think somebody's that them TSA people are going to come out here and yell at us. I'm telling you. Yeah. They said to come out here and get on this bus, but they're going to tell us no. Get get back inside. What are you doing on the tarmac? Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Restricted. Yeah. The um, oh, the Santa Barbara airport was kind of cool when we went out there Ooh. for that wedding. It's like a little uh, I guess it's like Adobe style uh. I don't know what you call the style of architecture. It's yeah, like I think a, you call it Photoshop. No, not, that's not Photoshop. I mean, it's like it's like stucco, and it's like yeah, you know what I'm talking about, like the southwestern yeah. uh, style, and it's like that little. It's the, the tiniest airport ever, a little tiny airport, and um, yeah, it's just kind of cool looking, but the the uh, the terminal inside sucks, but outside <laughs> of it looks cool. Yeah. Well, are you flying into Heathrow? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Flying into Heathrow and then uh, catching a bus down south, and so my uh, head judge is going to come pick me up, Norm, my good buddy Norm, uh, the head judge. Mm. And uh, we've worked together on a couple contests before, and he's like, I'll pick you up, mate. And I'm like, all right. And then this morning he messaged me, you know, the Queen's funeral's today, the day we're recording. Yeah. So I'm flying in tomorrow, but I won't get there till Wednesday. But it's kind of a weird time to be going to to England, you know. Um, I wonder how it's gonna, what the vibe's gonna be, you know. It will be unnoticeable. Yeah, you think so? Think it will yeah, be different. Yeah, the country's done mourning. They got their new sausage fingers. They're good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, Norm wrote me this morning was like, "Hey, uh, don't buy your train ticket yet because uh, they might strike tomorrow." <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. God, shit. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, if they do, then I'll come up to to London and get you." But that's a long gonna be a long drive for him. So, um, well, that ain't your fault. No, it ain't my fault. Um, can't be worse than flying into Morocco and having my friends being like, "Yeah, we can't pick you up. You have to get on a bus uh, and ride out into the desert." Which I did, and I was fine. I survived. Um, funny, interesting note on the Queen's passing. Someone said yesterday on Twitter, uh, James Bond is no longer on Her Majesty's Secret Service for the first time in like the history of James Bond, right? So yeah, what's he on? His Majesty's? His Majesty's Secret Service now. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Whatever. I thought it was an interesting fact. Mm. But. As a James Bond fan, you know. You all right? What's going on? Yeah. No, I'm I'm just sitting there daydreaming about 
King Charles. <laughs> Daydreaming about King Charles. Are you yeah, thinking about how much pressure it would need to pierce one of his fingers. Yeah. How much would does. you need with like a, a pen prick? I don't know. And what what would come out? Ugh. I feel like it would just rupture. Like I'm probably on a list now. <laughs> you probably are. I don't think you're allowed to say these things even in America. Whatever. Not we a lot of disparage the monarchy. Yeah. A lot of y'all out here. I think there's still we... there's still people putting stuff like her on Instagram stories, and I'm like, you are an American. <laughs> we we fought a war about this. We fought a big we, war about yeah, this. We, we don't have to. We don't have to be. We don't have to feel any certain way. That's you know. It's whatever. So yeah, what's up so with you? What's the hype? My hype is uh, yesterday. I played my first DJ set in probably like a month or two, and uh, played at this little like uh, fall market thing at a mm-hmm. at a local brewery place. And uh, the guy that hired me was like, I want you to play all vinyl. So I got to dig out the old, uh, the records and play some vinyl and uh, got a lot of real nice comments. And uh, everybody was really chill. No, Nobody said anything stupid like, play, play Despacito. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, it was all good. And I got to play some music I hadn't listened to in a while. And uh, it was fun. Played a bunch of soul records and stuff and old shit that I like. So. Got a text in the middle of the day yesterday. Joey pulled out Touch of Grey. I did. On the uh, the uh, the the forty five on uh, pressed on gray vinyl. You know whoever it wasn't Grateful Dead that came up with that. Somebody on their team was like, he he pulled it out. And was like, huh? Yeah, right. It's gray. Everybody get it. It's gray. It's Touch of Grey is a song. They're like, uh, yeah, that's cool, man. Sure, that it looks picture. Good. That picture of Brent Midland. In the liner notes is like the number one picture of Brent Midland there that exists. Yeah, that's uh, those those like you said those pictures in the liner notes of Touch of Grey are iconic. That I did not realize that that I've owned that Touch of Grey single for a while at forty five, and when you pull it out, the sleeve unfolds into this like surprisingly detailed uh, booklet. You can tell that somebody was like, "This is this is a hit song. We probably ought to put it out like as a physical single." Uh, and it is going crazy, and it's our, you know, yeah, do it up. Let's let's put a bunch of shit in here. It's got tour dates for the 1987 tour on it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Where'd they go, man? They went to Red Rocks. Saw that. Um, yeah, well, they played more concerts at Red Rocks than any other band. Mm. <clears throat> I didn't know that. It was um. Honestly, I only knew that because I went to Red Rocks and I went through the museum. Okay, and it had like. Yeah, that's they've cool. got like the Red Rocks Hall of Fame and mm-hmm. you know a little blurb about everybody that's in the Hall of Fame and that was a thing under the Grateful Dead. Gotcha. Yeah, it was. Uh... And when honestly, when I went there, yeah, to Red Rocks, the concert that I went to, I sat next to an old dude, so obviously I struck up a conversation with him because he was a stranger, and I was like, "When is this your first time here?" He's like, "No, my first time here was '82." Wow. He's like, "I I came from New Jersey." I was 16 years old, and I stayed for three days, and it was three midday concerts from the Grateful Dead. It was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It was absolutely scorching. Wow. Son, you know, down. He's like, and he's like, I've been coming ever since, but recently I moved to Morrison. He's like, I'm here all the time. Jeez. Wow. Crazy. What a story of uh, he moved there. Yeah, I just moved here. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't move there for... 
like his mother-in-law lived in Morrison. You know, I was like, that's really convenient that you moved 10 miles from Red Rocks. Yeah. He's like, yep, it worked out pretty well. I work remote. Who cares? Yeah. (laughs) This is pretty good to have in your backyard. Sure. He went during the pandemic. They let 150 people in to Red Rocks for a Nathaniel Rateliff concert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't. I mean, this state, Red Rocks is 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. They did a concert for 150 people. That was like, it must have been kind of weird to be like. Yeah, he was like, like he's like, I was the last like, person. I was the 150th person. Yeah. Last one that came yeah. in. Anyway. I just sat at the very, very back. <laughs> <laughs> just yell the whole time. He's like, just like hey! 150 rows yeah. in front of you before the next person. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just sat in the back, like. Hey, and if it was hey. Dana Rayliff, you probably would have been like, "Boo, boo, play something I know, play some son of a bitch." <laughs> this is go to Red Rocks and boo. That sounds so horrible to Red Rocks at a nighttime concert in the desert. It's in the desert. I mean, essentially like desert, right? Sort of. Yeah, basically, kind of. But no, I mean, it's like. Uh, Actually, not really the desert, but it's just it's just a ton of sandstone. Yeah, but you know, it, so it feels like the desert. Seems much nicer at night than to be there in the middle of the day and like. No, I would not. I would not want to go there in the middle of the day. It seems like all that rocks just picking up all that sun and heating up, and people are just turning red, bacon. Yeah, is that so? I've just watched some of the Bill Burr live at Red Rocks, and obviously they have close ups of him on the stage. It looked like a bunch of the rocks behind him were fake. Is that a thing? Oh man, that's a real rock behind the stage. That the behind the stage looks like it was fake in place there. That's how. And I yeah. was like, is that like they're hiding speakers in there or something? Like, I know it looks it looks <laughs> fake, but it's real. It's a big ass rock. That's the stage rock. That's interesting. It's interesting like spot. I, I tell you what, man. You ever get out west? You ought to go. Even if there's no concert, just walk through the uh, museum because it's a public park during the day. Mm, gotcha. So you can walk, you know, you can walk up and down. People go there and work out all the time. They just run up those fucking stairs like a bunch of jackalopes. Yeah. Suckers. Yoga. Oh, don't get me started on yoga. Oh, I won't get you started on no, yoga. I want to know. All right, so that's your hype. What's your hype? Well, this past weekend, Tebku, Lopo, Andros, Matt, a reaper came and stayed at my house. The Grotto of the Unicorn. At your Grotto house. of the Unicorn. We had Grotto Fest 22. Yeah. I was jealous. I won't I won't lie. I was jealous. I saw the, the Well, I mean, look, man, you can be as jealous as you want, but you didn't come. I know. If it wasn't I I honestly if it wasn't so close to this UK trip, I would have considered going, but Well, I um, think we may do it again next year. I I would I will try to make it next year for sure. That seems fun. Try to do it again next year. Uh, hopefully, P. Kane can make it at the same weekend next year, too. That's why I didn't go. I ain't showing up if P. Kane ain't going to be there. Dude, I tell you what, I think everybody at one point probably thought, man, this would have been a lot cooler if P. Kane was here. Oh, I'm sure. We had a good time, though. We played uh, We played a bunch of board games. Yeah. Made fun of each other. I mean, I laughed almost to the point of tears probably, you know, five, six times. Um, we uh, had some fires and. It was a good hang. It was a good hang. Did you play some video games or not? We did play, we did play some video <laughs> games. I got two boxes. Yeah, we hooked it. up two different TVs. We didn't do a LAN party or anything, but we uh, we did that, and we played Catan, and we played this. It's not a new game, 
have you ever played either Resistance or Secret Hitler? Uh, no, but I'm familiar with those games. Yeah. Yeah. So this game's called Coup. Yeah, yeah. I play. Um, I have Coup. I've played Coup. Yeah. You've played Coup? Oh yeah. Man, we must have played Coup like ten, ten rounds, like yeah. five or six rounds on Friday night, and another five, six rounds on Saturday. It's a quick. It's a quick game. Uh, it's quick. It's, it's fun. fun. It's, um, yeah. There's a game called Love Letter that's similar to that as well. Um, yeah. And it's you know, it's quick rounds, and you're trying to figure out who the person is that's the princess or whatever. And the other yeah. thing that <laughs> we played Cards Against Humanity. It was my first time ever playing that yeah. game. <laughs> where you been? 2008's uh, calling. Where where you where you been? <clears throat> I always thought that game was like real cheesy, and it is cheesy, but it's still fun. Yeah, I've played it so much that it has crossed over from being fun to being like, all right, we've uh, yeah, it's kind of. I mean, like, we played uh, it with Lopo. Was like, let's let's warm up, the, let's warm up yeah. a little cards. The the novelty wears off at some point, and and some of the shit from the like the original expansions was so overly offensive to the point where now it's like, uh, all right, this is actually like, yeah, it's kind of actually bit. offensive. I know you were trying like that's the joke, but like now it's like. Not it's not really it probably shouldn't have been funny then, but it's really not funny now. Um yeah. but I've had some fun yeah. times playing Cards Against Humanity. Um it yeah, only it works. Right. That game only works if you know people well that you play it with. If you play it right. at a party and five of the people know each other and two don't, those two that don't know each other are gonna have a fucking horrible time. Like absolutely horrible <laughs> time. It is speaking from experience. Um that's a good one. We have some other ones that were kind of like inspired by Cards Against Humanity that I think are uh, that I like better. But uh, you know, it's whatever. The uh, Coup they have a bunch of different uh, expansions now of Coup, so you can get the deluxe yeah, edition. Heard. You can get the- <laughs> somebody. Somebody was reading up on the expansions. It was like, oh, this is more divisive. So maybe we shouldn't play this. <laughs> Man, that's not for us. <laughs> we were all on our best behavior and. Even still, we were just slaughtering Matt. Yeah. <laughs> just so mean to him. So oh, mean to him. Man. He's a good sport. Yeah. But it was good to see, you know, I mean, Reaper. I haven't seen Reaper yeah, or talked to him because he doesn't really yeah. play video games yeah. anymore. Um, we had a good time. Good fires. So who all was Sit, there? Sit. Andros, Reaper, okay. Tebku, Lopo, and Matt. Yeah. And me. Yeah. Yeah, so they, next year we'll add P. Kane and add you, and yeah, did I? And then we'll really hate each other. Yeah, then we'll, <laughs> me and this me and Sepku dynamic will spill over into uh, actual vitriol. Uh-huh. Um, did uh, Andros drop some lore on you about some Warhammer 40k? Oh. Or we know? we I, we we yeah, they were talking Warhammer. We talked Warhammer for a while. Um, yeah, there's Sepku told a story. <laughs> Sepku's brother is like he's as Sepku has said, Sepku's brother is a classic longshoresman. Like he's a fisherman, yeah, right? Okay. And um one time he went to visit Sepku when Sepku lived with Endros. And Endros, I say this with all love in my heart, is the the most well actually guy that yeah. exists. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That is his and uh Yeah. Right when Subku was getting ready to go for a jog, his brother asked Endros about magnets. And and Subku went for a jog and came back like 20 minutes later. And his brother was just like, just, just, 
blank faced on the couch and Indris was still talking about magnets. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 20 minutes later. I believe it. And, um, I mean, God bless him. For sure. I know. I love it. I, I, here's the thing I love about Indris visiting. Cause this is the second time he's come and visited. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm, I'm going to have a good time, <laughs> you know? And yeah. so like halfway through the day, he's like, Y'all go have fun. I'm going to sit here by myself because I'd like to be by myself now for about two hours. I don't want to see or talk to anybody else. Yeah. And it's just so nice to have somebody that's so, there's a certain compassion in being that forward. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right? I'd rather you be that way than me have to be like, all right, are you okay? Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At you one point, like, I was inside. He came inside. He's like, yeah, I'm just trying to get away from people. And then just, like, 12 seconds later, like, everybody came inside. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, it was good. Um, that's that's how it works. It was good. I yeah. saw I, you sent so. me some. Somebody sent me a picture of y'all playing video games, and I was like, "What? How are y'all? Are y'all like y'all screen peeping like in a old night? Yeah, it was you know? too, yeah, it was all online. They weren't playing against each other. I sent I sent you know, the was... uh, the cardboard divider that you use for yeah. uh, the, the cross that you see. So Halo. Yeah, that was the yeah Halo. Back when I first started playing uh, first-person shooters, it was Goldeneye, and it was like, just stop looking at my screen. Yeah, you know that's what the, the night would end with everybody. I, I'm not playing with you screen watchers anymore. Till tomorrow it's night. So true. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Till I come back over here tomorrow. Fuck night. you! I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. So that's, I, I got, I got a kick out of that little joke. But uh, yeah, seemed like y'all had a good time. I don't know. Yeah, it's good time. From afar, it looked like it's a good, good time. time. But what's that? Did it? it what did you, did you did you not get Lepo to the airport in time or something? Oh, I got him to the airport on time, but good God, you know, was it his fault? Yeah, it was his fault. I mean, I the night before, I'm like, hey man, I'm gonna cook breakfast at nine thirty in the morning. Yeah. Breakfast is at nine thirty, yeah. and we're gonna leave at ten thirty. Yeah, I was like, I, if you don't want breakfast, you ain't gotta come downstairs, but. We're leaving at 10.30, and at, at 10.45, I walk out to my car and just sit in the car. And I'm honking my horn, and he starts packing at 10.50. Oh, my God. But some people are wired that way, not me, man. If you're like, we're leaving at 10.30, I'm like, well, I better get up at 3 a.m. and uh, pack. Well, part of me is like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, if you miss your flight, like, you ain't yeah, staying with me my, again. Yeah, yeah. Stay in the airport. You go hotel. Yeah. I got to work. I got to work 13 hours. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. Was, uh, was you not the hype? Uh, anxiety about this trip and everything else. I think my anxiety, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but I think my anxiety gets worse as the seasons change. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. I think that the timing of the, of the, you know, I mean, it definitely affects people's depression, but I think I, my brain and my body go, oh, something's changing. I don't like change. Um, so I've been anxious anyway, and then getting anxious about this trip, which is going to be fine. Uh, tomorrow's going to come, and I'm going to get on that plane, and the shit that I don't have, I'll just buy when I'm over there, and whatever, you know? And it's it'll be fine. But um, yeah, just anxiety in general. It's not my not the hype. What about you? I double up on the hype. <clears throat> You're doubling up on the hype? All right. Yeah. yeah instead good, of not, yeah, I'm gonna say the season's sure. changing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, I, I am. I, the funny thing is, I'm hyped on the season changing because I hate summertime. And, um, summer summer summer. sucks, man. Summer People that think they like summer, they just they just think that because when they were kids, they ain't had to go to school. But exactly. summer's not cool. Yeah. 
No, it's not. It sucks. It's hot. It's sweaty. Yeah, you like to go to the beach, and that's fine. I get it. But I'm going to let you in a secret. The beach kind of sucks, too. That's <laughs> uh, true. If I ain't got a reason to go to the beach, I don't really like going to the beach that much. You know what I mean? So if I'm not like fishing or kayaking or doing something like, oh, we got to go to the beach to do this. Like I could speaking of, are you are you gonna are you gonna fucking paddle the, while you're over there? Nah, probably not. I don't know. Just going over there to run a tournament of a sport you used to do, you don't even do no more. I'm retired, man. I had I did I did that once. I was contest director and I competed, and uh, it was not worth the extra anxiety of having to be like, I gotta go get in the water now. Um, I did decently. I didn't. But I, I wasn't really asking if you were going to compete, just oh, about yeah, whether yeah. or not you're going to get in a boat. Nah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. My, uh, I, I've had such problem with my wrist from this carpal tunnel shit or whatever I have that, like, I don't even know, like, how how that would go. Like, how much has boat technology come along in the past ten years? Not much. Construction of it has like the 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 way the people's skill level at building the boats has improved, so they're lighter, stiffer. Um, but that they, they hadn't. So really, the designs kind of peaked out a couple years ago, and every once in a while, a new one comes out. There was a while there for like every six months, a new design came out. It was like that in Whitewater too, but now it's kind of like settled in. Settled in. It's kind of like got the kind of general design that is like we know works and that's just kind of how, how it goes. So, but is Tal Berman going to be there? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he's retired. So <laughs> Tal, what's, Teo. what's he doing? This? What, what is, what does he do now that he's retired from being the uh, preemptive fucking I don't know. Kayaker? I'm not really sure. Is he selling cars? He's probably selling cars. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably did that. You know, he got into real estate, probably something like that. <laughs> real estate. That's what they yeah, all get into is yeah. real estate. What's your hype still out? Uh, just the trip. Yeah. You know? I will say that, like, I'm excited about uh, people shit on English food, right? They just don't. They're like, England has the worst food, but I actually like the food that I get when I go over there. Well, it's, you um, also hate yourself. I do. I do hate myself, but yeah, no, so but I mean, maybe. the thing is he will say English food, but it's like the, in England, you get exposed to so many other, there's a lot of cultural foods that we don't have as much here in America or aren't as popularized. Here, yeah. You know? That's so not like, English food, but I'm just saying eating food while in England, I'm like, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to go to England and eat the food. Be, somebody's going to pipe up and be like, English food sucks. And I'm like, yeah. It, it does. Like, you're excited to go eat a good curry. Yeah, I am. But yeah, I mean, it's that's not why English I food. But I don't want to have to do a dissertation on why I'm excited about eating the food over there every time that I go, you know? It's like, I do, I love the shit. I put full English breakfast is fucking awesome, man. Uh, ain't nobody saying that's great. bad. That is fucking great. I'm uh, jealous. I'm jealous. I'd love a tomato, mushrooms, beans, and the whole. And give me it all. Give, give me both types yeah. of pudding. The blood pudding. Yeah. Both the yep. I'm I'll eat the shit out of that. Like, yes. It hits different than American breakfast. It really does. It does. Um so it I'm does. excited to eat some of that. And uh I mean I like stuff like they do a lot of pies and stuff over there, like not sweet pies, but savory pies. And uh I like that sort of you stuff. Would. I like that stuff. I like a fish pie. Ew. I'll eat a fish pie. 
It's just a casserole, is all it is. Yeah. I need a seafood casserole, yeah. Hit me. I ain't, yeah. I ain't trying to eat seafood casserole, neither. Yeah. Well, that's the difference between you and I, but uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I hope you send the Instagram group some pictures of these fish pies you can be eating. I will. I will. I'm going I'm to enjoy them, but I'm also going to eat some, uh, I want to eat some uh, kebab while I'm over there. Uh-huh. Yep. Not. Not English. No, but we don't, that the kebab here is not the same. Not the same. No. That street kebab well, over there. My hope for you, my hope for you is that the guy slicing it off the turnstile calls you boss. Yeah. Hey, hey boss. boss. Hey boss. <laughs> yeah. I hope so too. Well, I had these guys in for this weekend. Last weekend was PK and this past weekend was these dudes from the Grotto of the Unicorn. Yeah. And then I got... Some other friends flying up from Tennessee on Wednesday, Jeez, staying for a week. It's too much social. We're going up. Man. We well, this is my hype still out. So we're going up to this uh, this golf tournament. Mm-hmm. It's the MVP Open. It's a huge, you know, it's one of the major tour stops of the year, and yeah. all the all the pros will be there. And I went last year, and I watched just about every single tournament on online last year, but. That was still like residual COVID. There wasn't a lot to do, you know, like I wasn't doing a lot. So I was just like for two years, I just watched every single round of disc golf I could watch. And I have only watched maybe two tournaments this year. So my hype's still out. It's like, oh man, am I, you know, like I feel guilty that I haven't like kept up that much with who's playing Mm -hmm. and who's on a streak and who's playing poorly and who do I want to watch and all that kind of stuff. There's a couple of people I want to watch that I haven't been able to see in person before. Um, that I'm excited. There's this kid named Gannon Burr who's like 19 years old and he's like Gannon. the Kobe Bryant of, of disc golf. Like yeah. he's the young gun who's coming in and he's probably six, four and he probably mm. weighs 97 pounds. Yeah. He looks like a ghost or a skeleton out there. Says twig arms, and he wears these oversized shirts and flat bill hats because he's nineteen. Who was that English soccer player? Was it Crouch, the big, tall, scarecrow-looking dude? I don't know. I think it was Crouch. Yeah, that's what makes me think. I don't know English soccer players. You lived there. Although I did, I did hear now that the Queen died. It's called soccer now. It's called soccer again. Okay, I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, football. Yeah, no, I'm stoked, man. I'm I'm excited. That'd be fun. <clears throat> Get to watch some world class disc golf right in my backyard, basically. And Yeah. It's uh it's funny because this 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 course is it, this year it like it's different. They got different tier they've always had two tiers of tickets, but now they got a ticket for like they got three tiers of tickets. Mm-hmm. And eventually it's going to be like, if you want to go to hole eight, which is like this big water hole and, and you want to sit on the other side of it and watch people come through all day, you're going to have to buy a separate ticket for it. And um, there's this crowd at this hole. They call them the, the eight holes. Yeah, yeah. You and, talked uh, about this last year. Yeah, podcast. I talked about this yeah, last yeah. year. And they're going to be, I think on Friday, I'm just going to go straight out there and just stay there the whole yeah. day. Just take a chair, just sit out there. Because they got benches and stuff out there, but people bring their own chairs too. Yeah, we'll see. Fun. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, that's the, the the other thing about doing this. The world championships. I some of these people that I will see. I mean, I've known these people for going on, God, twenty five years almost. And I 
and I uh, see them once every two years, you know, or like not every, I don't go to every world championship, but I've, I've gone to a lot over the past 20 years. And it's always good to catch up. You know, it's like people mm-hmm. I've been friends with for forever the, from all over the world. It's like, Oh, that's cool. So see them. And you know, the most of the time it's just like, we never, it's like, we never skipped a beat. Is yellow boy going to be there? He won't, man. He just started a job in uh, Portugal and it just he he couldn't get the time off from the new job to get over there, which is unfortunate because he and I organized the last world championships. So he was the uh-huh. the event director, and I was the contest director. So okay, yeah. Well, uh, what? Where were you at? Consuming? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. We're getting there. Let's keep uh, the keep the gas pedal yeah. going. Yeah, I got I got a pack. So um, <clears throat> here's my consuming. We've been watching the Sandman show on Netflix, uh, based on obviously the graphic novel uh, or the comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been fantastic so far. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I've been watching Reservation Dogs, which cycles through my this is the best show on television right now slot. Um, such a good show. Uh, I will say that it in Atlanta and that bear show. I don't think we talked. I don't. Did I talk on the show about watching the bear? I don't. Think I don't think so. No. So, no. Uh, well, no. You took my recommendation after I gave it to you. I think you texted me and said, "Yo, this really is good." Yeah, we talked about it a few episodes ago. The bear, um, starring that kid from Shameless. Um, Anthony yeah, I don't White watch Shameless, but I think his name is Lip on the show or he something. He was Lip, Lip Gallagher. Uh, the Bear is, I will, uh, it's been weeks since I watched it, but we didn't record during that time. And uh, that, man, that show is really great. And I wish I had not watched it as fast as I did. It was yeah. just, uh, I had to finish it. It was like eating a nice meal. Speaking of like on, on theme, it was like eating a meal. And I'm like, I'm going to save some of this for later. No, nope, I'm going to eat it all right now. Yep. Uh, it's a great show. It's got a uh, the, the the I really love the uh, the Netflix uh, Punisher show. I thought it was like the Punisher is one of my favorite comic book characters, and they did a good job on that. And the guy that played Microchip in season one is the asshole cousin in the Bear. Um, and he's a great. I I, I didn't recognize him. I was like, that's I know who yeah. that is. And then like, and he's great in it. Uh, it's just a good show. If you if you're a foodie at all, if you can if you like wish you were a foodie or like. You're a wannabe foodie. You're going to love it. Um, and my friends that are in, you know, service industry in the restaurant biz, uh, some of them have said it's a little too close to home for me. I can't watch it. Um, gives them anxiety. I think it's fairly accurate in the way it presents what life is like in a restaurant. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of my friends say that the drama is not stopped a little bit too much, but that there's a ton sure. of stuff that they get right. You know, yeah, represent but if you did, to... yeah, if you didn't ratchet it up a little bit, it wouldn't be entertainment. It'd just be a documentary. You know, <laughs> so it's like, right. yeah, yeah. But it, that show is fantastic, and like I said, I, I would put it up there with the best shows. Now, I have not finished uh, Better Call Saul. That's another one that would be in the running for best show currently, and obviously it just finished. Um, I am, I've got, a, I've watched the first half of that last season, and not the second half. I think, um, and. Uh, yeah, so uh, that and then uh, yeah, Reservation Dogs well worth it to watch it. Uh, season two is is just as good as season one, if not better. And um, I watched a documentary uh, on Shane McGowan, the lead singer of the Pogues. 
Okay. Uh, the famous. You, you, do you know anything about the Pogues? Not really. They're like a alternative rock band, but they played. Uh, they all their music is based on traditional Irish music. Uh-huh. Uh, this would be at a time when traditional Irish music was not sort of in the mainstream at all, and so they brought it. It's like Shane McGowan was like involved in the punk scene in the seventies. And then the Pogues are like the post-punk Irish band, I guess. Um, uh-huh. Real traditional sounds, but uh, like a punk rock ethos to the lyrics and stuff. And a lot of people consider Shane McGowan one of the greatest songwriters of all time, like one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Interesting dude. Uh, if you've ever seen pictures of him from back in the day, his teeth were all broken and fucking fucked up and stuff because eventually he lost all his teeth from just not taking care of them. Um, Damn. Yeah, he was a pretty lived a pretty rough life. Um, but there's a documentary that was made a couple years ago uh, called Pot of Gold um, that was unfortunately produced by Johnny Depp. But uh, <laughs> I try not to let that hold me hold it against against it or whatever. But uh, it's an interesting documentary on on him now, and he's kind of like man, he's like a shell of his former self. But it's uh, kind of goes through the whole history of the band and why it was why they were important. Um, it was just really interesting. I like the Pogues music. I don't. I go through periods. They're one of those bands where I'm like, I'm going to listen to the Pogues for about a week and then not listen to them for about four years, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do respect what they, they're doing because, like, I guess, <laughs> I guess the unfortunate thing is it led the way to, like, bands like Dropkick Murphys and Drop stuff. Murphy's. But, like, right. they're, they're like the. They're like the cool thing that spawned all this other shit. Sort of like how Rage Against the Machine is the cool thing that spawned all this other fucking terrible rap rock shit, you know? Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, that documentary was really good. And then uh, finally, we've been watching a lot of Jay Duplass movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark Duplass movies. Jay Duplass is the other Duplass brother. Mark Duplass, I, he's one of my favorite actors. I love his style. I don't love all the movies he's in because a lot of the Mumblecore stuff is kind of boring to me, but I, I'm kind of hit or miss on that. But I really like him in things and he was great in the league and stuff and we we just we weren't intentionally doing it we just wound up watching a bunch of stuff that he's been in and uh it i kept telling jackie i was like there's a show together in this that got canceled too soon on hbo and it was really good i remember it being really good and we talked about it on this podcast years ago while we, mm-hmm. we were watching it while it was going on in some of those old episodes i'm sure discuss discuss it um and we we were re-watching it right now and we finished season one and man that season one of togetherness hold it's one of those great season one season ones you know up there with like the oc season one obviously true detective season one um just a great single seasons of a television show friday night lights friday night lights season one um yeah those ones that like and some of the shows like had good other seasons, but it's like nothing ever tops season one. Uh, the structure of it's really great. It's just it's a show about people in their forties navigating or approaching forty, navigating their lives, and uh, it's funny and it's it's heartfelt and it doesn't try too hard, but it's uh, sincere and it's just mostly well acted. Um, Everybody involved is really good in it. So anyway, togetherness on HBO. Oh, Terriers is another great season. One season uh, yeah. of a show that got canceled. Fantastic show. Yeah. But uh, it's two togetherness is two seasons. It's on HBO Max for now until they take everything off of HBO Max because they're fucking it over. But 
together, and this is only two seasons. Uh, it does have a, a somewhat of an ending, so don't feel like, oh, I don't want to watch it because it doesn't have an ending, because I think it does have an actual ending to it. But uh, it definitely, like you said, I think when I texted you, that it felt like there was more story to tell in that show. And, you know. It's been so long. Yeah, it, it me, for me too. And I had I was like, well, is this one of these things I'm going to go back and be like, this wasn't as good as I thought it was. But it actually was very good. Um, and uh, we've enjoyed that. So what have you been consuming? Uh, I've, I've been watching that new season of Cobra Kai. Yep, it's still on my list. have not watched it. I have not watched it's any so, of it. It's just so consistent. And it's like knowing corniness the thing that saves it like they don't have a ton of money yeah the back you know like the sets and the background actors and all this kind of it's so amateur but it's so endearing in its amateurness and the story is it's just so good it's so much fun to watch so that's been great and honestly that's really all I put out there that I've I've been intentionally consuming. I'm, I am going back and rewatching the last dance. Yeah. I I man, we we still have one episode of that. We never finished it. <laughs> God. Got to finish it. I mean, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell of it, but it was a, it was one we were slowly going through it, you know. And uh Yeah. I got to finish rewatching it. Rewatching the last dance, trying to keep up with the boys. Um I was putting time aside to watch that, but then when Cobra Kai came out, I was like Nope, nothing else till I watch this. Yeah. Um, and I uh, haven't really, uh, there's not a lot. I, I've got a playlist, fall playlist um, done. And, it, yeah. you know, I'll put it out there in another couple of days because um, fall's in like two days, I think. So, um, yeah, man, I, I'd say that's about it. Cool. Good stuff. Let's say goodbye to these people. Is that Let's all right? I guess we're gonna wrap it up. Old, I will, uh, old England. We'll see when uh when the next time we record. But if you get uh if we if we get get it if we can align the stars, maybe we'll maybe we'll do one while I'm over there. Uh, I think we will. Yeah, we should. Uh, I'll have some time. Other than the ten days of the contest, I'm good to go for some time uh, while I'm over there. Awesome. Anyway, you can check us out on our shitty website, IOLTOS.com. You can email us. I don't like their old stuff at gmail.com. You can find us where podcasts are found sometimes. Uh, definitely on Spotify. I think on Apple. And uh, I guess that's it. We out. Stop.